Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to a new episode. Basically this is a very special episode because we are going to talk about, well basically everything that happened in gaming and of course Gamescom opening night live and any other news that might have come out until today. Until actually right now that I'm basically um, recording this episode. So get ready because we have a lot, a lot, a lot to talk about. And I hope that you guys enjoy it because it's going to be so much. So get ready. Here we go. So ladies and gentlemen, here we go. We're going to talk about a lot of things in the gaming. Of course, most of it will be regarding Gamescom. So Gamescom, well, it started and it was pretty cool, but well, I had some more expectations. Uh, well, who cares? We didn't get what we wanted. But before we get to everything that we have to talk about, here are some things that happened before Gamescom so that you're... Um, up to par with everything that happened well the thing is that xbox had its own conference before gamescom it was nothing too big nothing too fancy they did say that to keep your expectations in check what they gave us however was basically new art and key art actually box art for forza horizon 5 and eight minute gameplay of the game itself we had a look um, at the game called gunk by Steam World, uh, with, they didn't give us any dates. Uh, New Horizon themed controller was revealed, which was so damn cool, beautiful. I mean, you have to see this controller; it's just so damn good. At the same time, we had a new look at Dying Light 2. People actually made fun of it, thinking that this was Spider-Man more than it was Dying Light. I actually remember the first game being like Spider-Man a lot. Germany, Austria, and Switzerland are coming to Flight Simulator. We also have a World Update 6, which includes new planes, or what they call Local Legends. It's coming September 7th. We have a lot of new games coming to Game Pass Day 1. Humble games are coming to Game Pass, and, well, a lot more. One of the key things that was announced at the Xbox Gamescom was that the consoles, um, Xbox One, S, and uh, One X will be getting game uh, Xbox Cloud Gaming this holiday, which means you can play your next-gen games on Xbox One. Technically, a new cloud icon will be added to the supported games, and the testing will start this fall. You will have 1080, 60 frames, just like um, game cloud, uh, cloud gaming for PC and mobile devices. New-gen games will be playable on them, and it will be fun. We don't know how it will work out, whether it be, I don't know, running smoothly or not on an old console. Technically, it should because it's 1080 and 60, but we have to wait until they launch. However, it seems that the strategy for Microsoft this time around is not to sell consoles, but rather sell subscriptions. I don't know how this can work out, but it's a strategy. I mean, 
I really don't know the financial benefits of it, but it's a strategy for them. Sea of Thieves has a collaboration with Borderlands, which is really cool. You even get a ship themed like um, it was from Borderlands. It's called the Free Mayhem ship set. That's actually inspired by that. Looks really, really cool. So, also, we got the Destiny 2 expansion, which was actually um, introduced. And let me just check so I can give you the correct name. Witch Queen. Yes, sorry. Witch Queen. A very cool expansion, right? I haven't played it in a long, long while. So, don't really know how cool it is. Before the Gamescom opening night live started, we heard that maybe Microsoft was going to launch Halo Infinite on December 8th, according to a Microsoft Store listing. However, this, you'll have to wait until we get to the opening night live. I'm just teasing stuff, if you don't already know. Monster Hunter Rise had a collaboration with Street Fighter in which Akuma came. And it's kind of weird that Akuma keeps going to every other franchise. Like, why Akuma? There are other characters in Street Fighter 2. I mean, he's cool. He's really cool. He's powerful. But really, we have other characters. Yeah. And as Nibel put it, you can become him and beat the shit out of every single monster out there. WarioWare got a new trailer for Get It Together. It was pretty cool. And Little Nightmares 2 Enhanced Edition was announced for PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. It has two modes, a beauty mode, which includes 4K, optimized ray tracing, six, uh, 30 frames, I think, sorry, 30 frames. As for the performance kind of thing, is 4K, 60, native 4K, by the way, and ray tracing. However, this is what I actually understood, is that that optimized ray tracing is basically giving more volume to the shadows and uh, better reflections all over. As for the ray tracing in the 60 frames option, you don't get that much volume with your shadow anymore. However, you still get those reflections as best as it possibly can. At the same time, you also get immersive spatial audio or 3D audio, as Sony calls it. Also, um, King of Fighters XV or 15 got a release date and, of course, some new screenshots. And basically, people were really excited for it. I have never played it. So I have no idea whether it's good or bad, but good for them. Anyways, pre-show had started with Gamescom opening night live, and this meant that King of Fighters actually showed a trailer and said they would be launching um, 17th of February 2022, a date that would become the bane of its existence very soon as you'll find out as we go on. Then, of course, Boss Simulator 21 is launching September 7th, if anybody is into that. We got a new look at House of Ashes, which is being made by Supermassive Games. They're creating this um, anthology, I think, dark anthology, whatever it's called. It's a pretty cool game. If you have played um, any of the games they had before, then it's nice, it's cool. But is it that good to buy them full price and stuff like that? No, because they really get uh, a low price on sale very soon, so don't really do it. Dolmen was revealed it's coming to all consoles and PC in 2022. You guessed it. We got a new look at Nobody Saves the World by Drinkbox Studios. 
Drinkbox Studios are the ones that created Guacamelee, and it again, it's coming 2022. As for how the game looks, it's basically, you know, you're looking from the top, and it has a very retro-style gameplay, and it actually looks really cool. It's a pretty funny-looking game. I like it. Soundfall, a rhythm-based combat game, is coming, which actually looks cool. If you watch the trailer, it's really fun. But, again, it looks like, a, you know, very, you know, um, early kind of indie game. So I hope that it's a good game. It's coming to Steam, Epic Game Store, and consoles. Dream Cycle was revealed. This was the game that was teased by the composer of Tomb Raider and, of course, the creator of Lara Croft Tomb Raider. It was rather exciting to watch. And the game looks really, really good. I mean, the way it works... At least in the trailer, it looks really good. I don't know how the game actually plays, but they said that you could wishlist it on um, Steam, and I think you could have actually gotten early access to it. So then we had the main show. <clears throat> yeah. So here we go. From here on out, um, I'm going to talk about every game that was shown, teased, and give my own opinion on them, if I have any. The first game that was shown was none other than Saints Row. Saints Row was shown and was going to launch February 25th, 2022. However, nobody liked this trailer. If you go to YouTube, you can actually see many, many people getting angry over the trailer that was shown. The reason being that, well, Saints Row is a crazy game. We play it because it's always been crazy. I mean, not maybe always, but the last few games were crazy. The game that I started Saints Row with, of course, was Saints Row 3. I also played the four, Get Out of Hell, and you know, all that stuff. And it always looks so wacky to me, and I liked it compared to GTA. That even though it is wacky, it is more grounded in realism in many ways. Not complete realism. I mean, you walk with an RPG in that game, and police just looks at you like, huh, that's an RPG. Nice. But when it comes to this particular game, I think we all had. A very different expectation. So when it was revealed, the first vibe I got was like, this looks a lot like Watch Dogs 2. Hipsters and, you know, kind of trying to be fun in a realistic world. So Saints Row was not what we expected. And did it have crazy baked into it? Yeah. Was it Saints Row crazy? No. Far, far, far from it. In fact, they even revealed so much after the show that it made things even worse they showed the gameplay which did not look as good as any other saints row game or even gta they also talked that you can actually create a new character a character based on you you're creating gangs you're getting like um different businesses like you know like in gta where you have drug businesses and things like that the point is for you to create a big big empire of you know crime and stuff like that but the thing is that when you see with the trailer when you watch the trailer the gameplay trailer that was actually revealed later on from the gamescom it's not that good it's not the same saints row and people are showing it they gave it so far at the time you know time of posting this they gave 18,000 dislikes against 14,000 likes that's not good really that is not good. The majority, more than 50% hate this game. And I gotta say, we expected a lot, lot more from this, you know, reboot. Because 
it's Saints Row. It's supposed to be crazy. However, it failed. It wasn't really that good. And I have no idea how they're going to do it. No clue. But I hope that they listen to the fan feedback. I really, really hope that they do. After that, we had Marvel Midnight Suns, which at first had me so excited because I saw many heroes and I thought to myself, huh, maybe Ultimate Alliance reboot or remake even. Then I thought that this is different from the first game. So maybe fourth game? Still no. Until, I knew, I gotta say, the trailer was badass. Literally badass. And they said that no, this is called Midnight Suns. Very badass name. They also showed um, the characters in such cool costumes. If you can, go watch the trailer. The trailer was really cool. We saw Johnny Reyes, the new Ghost uh, Ghost Rider. We saw Blade. We saw Iron Man. We saw Wolverine, who looked really badass. We saw Captain America, Captain Marvel. Everyone was a Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange was there, actually, who was really cool. And we saw two new characters. Or at least I think they were new, because they did talk about them. And they said that, yes, this was specifically made for the game. But the way the person introduced it didn't really seem that they understood the question. Because Jeff was asking for, for another character, and he answered it about another character. And then I got confused as to, okay, who are you talking about right now? <laughs> because... I don't know what happened there, but it was weird how it didn't make sense what it was saying. But of course, we understood they were new. So, the game was really introduced well, and it says that it was coming March 2022. And the game looked really good, but we didn't see any gameplay. However, they did promise we were going to see some gameplay on, on September 1st. So, I'm really waiting excitedly for that um, reveal. However, this is what they said. They said that this is going to be a tactics RPG, and this is the team that created XCOM. So, XCOM gameplay for Marvel? Not sure, because XCOM is really difficult. So, not sure how much it's going to lay onto that kind of thing. I hope not that much. They said that the protagonist is customizable, that you can change your appearance and stuff like that, aside from the, of course, normal heroes that you control and you can customize. And uh, like I said, gameplay was going to be September 1st. Then we had a surprise, not a big surprise. People guessed that this would happen. Halo was introduced in Gamescom opening night live. So you might be confused because I said that Xbox had their Gamescom presentation before opening Night Live. So what is this thing with Halo? Was Halo not present there? Yes, Halo was not present at Xbox's Gamescom presentation. So everyone thought that, yeah, probably was going to be tomorrow at opening Night Live. And yes, it was. But what we saw was not what we guessed would have happened. So they show it. People are really excited it's a like a cgi trailer and stuff like that but this is an introduction to the multiplayer and for some reason the multiplayer trailer really looked you know kind of um familiar to me because i looked at it and was like i have seen this maybe before so i have no clue if i have actually seen it before maybe something similar to it was shown but it looked really 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 similar so then they show it, it looks good, good for you, whatever. But this does not mean that the 
here's the thing we expected way more we expected to actually see campaign upgraded after all this time waiting for it a year has passed since what they showed however they showed that then they said hey we have a surprise and we were like oh yeah maybe maybe they're going to show it to us and still no still they didn't show it they showed a trailer for an uh, elite series controllers for xbox elite series 2 apparently was the full name and it looked really cool nice job but then he said that i have one final surprise and even jeff was like really one more and he was just like yeah one more and he shows it and we we're like okay what is this what is this? this is going to be the campaign but no a trailer for xbox series x bundle a limited edition console for the 25th anniversary did it look good way good beautiful but where the hell was the campaign trailer seriously where the hell was it we didn't get any again he just said goodbye and went and i was like whoa where are you going so he went away he went away why why then of course we had the um free for free um campaign director and multiplayer uh director just you know coming and talking about some things and you know what was so so weird was that basically the thing that really broke me and i was just laughing my ass off was that when when she when they when those guys came um the campaign director did not look well he was just looking all over the place his eyes were moving all over the place as if he was really uncomfortable just even sitting there and that was just weird i was like why are you doing this to this guy and you know it was just so damn funny so yeah that <laughs> that was that guy i mean just go take a look at that video the way the guy just looks i mean his eyes were moving all over the place the multiplayer guy was just so relaxed but when it came to the single player guy he just could not for the life of him just you know look at one place he was just looking all over the place i have no idea why he was so stressed i really don't i just hope that this wasn't like you know a, a case where he was stressed out because of the workplace i hope not because that would be really really bad but i just in my head i laughed that maybe you know phil was you know next to him and going like yeah you have to talk you have to do this i was like no we are behind behind on the schedule and i was like no just do it anyways after that we were introduced to cult of the lamb which looked amazing another roguelike game which was basically as far as i understood from the trailer it was a land that we were trying to kill but didn't get killed and now he's a demon and now you have your own um group to basically uh take care of and they help you out and it looked so good because not only are you going to basically kick ass as that lamb but at the same time you have your own flock and you have some really cool enemies and now you have to work together to kill every villain this was so cool looking i mean i was so excited and for some reason i thought that maybe the developers behind hades were making this because i wasn't paying attention when uh, this particular trailer was introduced and i didn't really know 
the name of the developer, so I was really excited. Then I watched and I said, huh, this looks kind of like Hades art style. And then they said that now this is something else. It's being developed by Monster, Massive Monster, and Devolver is actually um, going to um, basically publish it. But the game looks so damn good. I'm so excited. This looks like a different kind of roguelike. And I'm so happy that roguelikes are gaining a lot of steam. Returnal, Hades, and now Cult of the Lamb. If it's successful, then yes. We got a new look at something called uh, Midnight Flight Express. This was a game that was apparently developed by one developer. And Jeff said that yeah, the trailer would be over the top. But it was so cool. Not even over the top at all. I mean, sure, there was some violence here and there. But the game looked really, really good. So if you have a chance, please go and watch it because it looks really good. And this is being developed by one person only. Congratulations to whoever this person is. You're amazing. After that, we had a new look at uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. And the surprise that came out of nowhere was basically when they introduced all the characters. They made space a little bit and showed April O'Neil was also... Um, available to play. I don't know who's going to be next as um, a playable character. Maybe Splinter? Maybe? Hopefully? Probably not DLC if they were going to do that. But it was so freaking cool. I was so excited for this thing. So, yeah, and the game is looking retro as hell. I mean, it's just just go watch the trailer. It is so good. And this is, this is a throwback to all... All those times when we, as kids, played this game. I played on Game Boy, game Boy Advance. I had a you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game on uh, Game Boy Advance. It was so freaking cool. Then, of course, things got really interesting. Really interesting. Do you know why? Because Super Monkey Ball uh, was going to show a new character being added to the world. And we're so excited as to, you know, who the hell is it? Who the hell is it? So we had Kiryu Kazuma so far. We had our character, who I don't know who they were. Um, and now we are going to see this new one. Believe it or not, it was Morgana from Persona 5. <laughs> and the thing was so funny. And, yeah, the game looks really cool. I mean, I didn't know that this was a party game. And when I watched the trailer and everything, I was like, wow. This looks really, really fun. I should probably get into it. And the price is so good. 40 bucks? Really? This is good. This is good. I'm going to buy this day one. This looks like worth the money. Because I would love to have a game like this. So it was really awesome. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Morgana was coming. And I think that Jeff at one point uh, tweeted out that she is coming. And we're like, whoa. It's not a she. That's a he. We know the voice actor is a she. But that's a he. We even know that the name is a she. Still a he. <laughs> I know everything is weird here. Splitgate Season 0 was announced. They said that it was uh, basically going to be uh, coming out and tonight. And it was a huge update. 13 gigabytes. But they said that now we have new cosmetics. We have a new mode. We have new map. Everything. It, was, it looks so good. Again, if you have not played it, play the heck out of it. Another thing that happened during the night, which was absolutely weird, was awards. I had never seen games can give out awards, but they started giving out awards, and I was like, what the hell even is this thing? 
and they give awards to the weirdest games and nominations was so weird. I mean, I have no idea how they made the nominees. Because at one point they said that Elden Ring won. I was like, okay, but Elden Ring is for January 2022. So, if you're talking about any game that was shown, Elden Ring wasn't even shown. So how do you even do this thing? If it was the games this year, this is for the next year. What the hell? It was so weird. I still have no clue what the hell all these awards was about. Somebody please tell me. Because so far we have no answer whatsoever. How these awards came to be. How were they presented? Who were they? Why were they given to this particular game, for example? What was the point? Somebody tell me. Anyways, after that, Skywalker Saga from LEGO Star Wars was shown. It will launch Spring 2022, which is a long way. Technically, it means you can expect it from March until, well, three months later. So, March to, you know, sometime later would be the time frame. Yeah, that is really specific. I know. But I don't have the time to actually think about the date because now I have to actually go and, you know, just think about the exact date. So, it's going to be three months. So, we're going to say March, April, May. Okay, until June. We can say until June. You have to wait until June. May till, uh, sorry, March till June. Yeah, look at that. So then we had Synced of Planet, which was uh, shown. I have no idea what this game was. Did look good. Didn't really care. <clears throat> then we had Outlast Trials, which was supposed to launch 2022. It was such a great surprise, and the game looked creepy as hell. If you are a fan of Outlast, you're going to have such a great time. And you're probably as hyped as I am because this looks really good. We're getting a new Outlast. That's pretty cool. Then they showed another game, Dovik. Dovik? I don't know. The game looked way too good. Way too good. The game apparently was introduced as MMO, but then they later said that no, it's not an MMO. It's an open world game. Action, adventure, open world. And the game looked really good. It was like... Pokemon, but better, apparently. I don't know. The game looked graphically, graphically the game looked amazing. The environment, the characters, the particle effects, the everything that was there was just so freaking good. The trailer was awesome with the music that they had. It looked so hype. And everything there was just amazing. Like you could actually capture some new partners, which was like Pokemon, of course. And after that, they would fight with you. And they looked awesome as well. Some of them had sunglasses on. And I have no idea how to even describe this trailer. But just go and give it a look if you already haven't watched it. Because it looks so good. And I have a hard time believing that a small studio can have such a budget. Because it looked like the game took a lot of money to create. But it, it looked really, really good. And again... I have no idea how they're making such a wonderful looking game, but of course we are all super excited for it and I hope that the game rocks because it deserves it. It looks really good. Hopefully it plays good well. What did I say? Hopefully it plays well. <laughs> Play good well. That was such a terrifying ter God, I'm I'm really going into the deep end. Terrifyingly terrible thing to say. Don't make a meme out of what I said. Goodwill? Terrifying? 
Yeah, please don't make it a meme. After that, we were shown Jurassic World Evolution 2 gameplay. I did not like it. I do not think it's a good idea. Screw it. Sorry. But for those of you who are excited, November 9th, that's the release date. We got a look at Blunt Blood Hunt, a Vampire Battle Royale, and Early Access was going to be... Um, it was announced on... Yeah. It was announced that it would be on Steam on September 7th. Did it look good? Yeah. But I don't think that we're going to know for sure until we actually get to play it, because Vampires and Battle Royale. Not really something that could be handled easily. Park Beyond... Um, a game that was apparently just like, I don't know, what was that game called? Roller Coaster Tycoon or something like that? Something like that. It's coming to 2022 to Xbox and PS5 and, of course, PC. It looked good, but honestly, this is a game that I would really like to play on PC rather than the consoles. The controls would be very difficult. Jet The Far Shore is coming to PlayStation 4 and 5 and Epic Game Store on October 2021. I have no idea what this game is, and I've seen it on Twitter, people being excited for it, but I really don't know, so I'm not going to pretend. Gorilla Games also came out with a dev update on Forbidden West. They said that they were so excited, but unfortunately they cannot make the 2021 time frame, so they were going to delay the game until February 18th, 2022. As for why I'm using the word delay, even though it never had a 2021 release, well... Back when it was announced, we, we all thought it was 2021, and Jim also, Jim Ryan also said that, yeah, probably 2021. So, let's just say that, yeah, this is a delay, or not, whichever you prefer. However, as a surprise, a surprise patch dropped for the PS4 Horizon Zero Dawn. This added the 60 frame per second um, updates to the game, removed any other option in the game, so now you have 4K checkerboard with 60 frames per second if you are playing it on PS5. That's the only option you get. There's nothing else that can change. So the game looks really good on 60 frames. If you haven't played it in a long time like me, go play it in 60. You're going to love it because 30 was just such a bad thing. But now the game looks really good. Tales of Luminaria was revealed for mobile and it's coming soon. Another game from the Tales of series. We also had a game <laughs> uh, introduced by Dead Mouse. I also have no clue whatsoever this game is. The way it was introduced was like, yeah, this game can be good for fans of Dead Mouse. I really don't know. It looked more like home from PlayStation than that we had, but with fun stuff. I honestly don't know. If you have a clue, fill me in, because when I saw the trailer, I was like, what is this? Jungle Book has a collab with Fall Guys, and we are going to see four of those characters come to Fall Guys with their skin, so you have to unlock them because there's an event. And the first event is for King Louis, which starts September 3rd until September 12th. So if you're excited for it, go for it. Valheim first content update. Hearth and Home, Hearth or Hearth, 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 maybe, launches on September 16. And we got a new look at Crossfire, no date, and uh, 
Sifu trailer, yeah, Sifu, it released a new trailer and the release date was February 22nd, 2022. I also forgot to say that, yeah, Halo did not have a campaign trailer. I didn't forget, I just wanted to say it again. However, I did forget to say this part. Yes, the release date is actually December 8th. So, yeah, that's when it's going to get released. However, there's some more controversy regarding that, so you gotta stick around. Because we're still on Gamescom. Director's cut of Death Stranding got a gameplay showcase. It looked really good. We now have thrusters or jetpacks, if you want to call them. We had a cargo catapult and body bot, which can actually take you instead of it taking your stuff. Now you can sit on it and it will take you away. So basically, it seems that they're making the game easier so that you can get the platinum. I mean, please do. They also show the firing range with leaderboard and new master, sorry, maser gun, which was kind of a you know taser gun, and um, you can revisit boss battles from your private room. You have online ranking system. You have um, more stuff. You can race. You can race around the tracks, which was already shown. You have a new action-packed um, story. Uh, content which we don't know what the hell it's all about but it was so cool because it actually looked more stealth like rather than action like um, we also have jump ramps where you can basically just do um, tricks when you're on in the mid air actually and we had a little teaser at the end which basically had a sperm whale coming and almost eating um, Sam and here's a little announcement people abandoned was not at Gamescom so please please just feel like you know just finally understand that this is not real really I mean give it up at this point I'm not gonna even get into it but it is so obvious at this point that we are not getting abandoned at all because we got abandoned <laughs> so this was gamescom opening night live and then now let's talk about other stuff we talked about the strange awards that were given out at gamescom but here is some cool news if you like saints row you can play um deferred remastered for free on Epic Game Store. So if you haven't played it, go ahead, play it. That's pretty that nice. As I said, there is a character creator for Saints Row. The setting is called Santo Ileso. Uh, gang territories are back. You can, you know, buy some buildings. You can use it to um, do your criminal stuff. Like I said, maybe, maybe like GTA Online. You have co-op support, which apparently. Uh, means that the entire storyline is playable with your friends and you have cross-gen support so we don't know if it's cross play or cross basically console but it's at least cross-gen Xbox games with gold for September were announced Warhammer Chaos Bane, Mulaka, Zone of the Enders HD collection and Samurai Showdown the only good one is Zone of the Enders uh, we also have Bravely Default 2 coming to Steam on September 2nd. And they also said that the new skate game is headed to PC. 
Uh, so far, Norm, No More Heroes 3 has had terrible reviews compared to the first and second game. In fact, I think so far the score is like 76 or something. Just give me a second, I'm going to open it and... 77, yeah, 77. Also, CatDog and April O'Neil are joining Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl roster, which looks really cool. Oh, by the way, if you didn't know, Lindsay Sterling also appeared in Gamescom, uh, performing Tales of Arise um, theme with her violin shenanigans, and she was cosplaying as the character. She looked so freaking good. And she played it so freaking well. Nice job. Jeff, you nailed it. <laughs> Not a double entendre, but maybe? Depends. Uh, Metroid Dread uh, also had a trailer with Nintendo, and it's going to arrive 10-8. So this is not August, so basically, this is American, sorry. Other way around, so 8th of October. Why do you guys put it that way? So, we also had Elden Ring showing some new stuff, screenshots, and new details. If you're interested, there's lots of previews by lots of sites putting them out. So, there are many of them. IGN, Eurogamer, Polygon, GameSpot, and The Verge. But here are the details you might be interested to know. Stealth mechanics are going to be similar to Sekiro, so if you remember Sekiro and the stealth mechanic, it was actually really, really good. New mechanic, it's called Guard Counter. It's basically strike after normal block, but that strike can also be countered. Yeah. So basically what that means is that basically, you know, you, you block, they strike, and you block, but now you can counter. Basically a counter. Unfortunately, we can't know for sure until we see some gameplay so we can know what's really different because I don't think it's really that simple. Enemies have a stance and balance that can be broken just like Sekiro. I mean, they also had a stance. As for balance, they didn't have it. I don't think they had a balance. It was really connected to that stance and stuff like that where you know, it, if it filled up, then you could actually kill them outright. But this is basically different. This can be... Like, broken you don't kill them outright you break it so that they're vulnerable i like to think that it's like sekiro um there's a hub with many npcs apparently moonlight greatsword has not yet been confirmed you can fast travel from anywhere in the game and this is what they say anywhere technically you don't need to be a specific place you can just fast travel there are many optional encounters in the game. There are multiple paths and multiple endings, as usual. There's plenty of lore, and apparently the dialogue is being written by Miyazaki, not George R.R. R. Martin. At this point, I don't know what George is even doing with this game. What's your role, George? Not writing? Ah, nice, huh? Archers and Magician can find, fight from the horseback. Legacy dungeons that are separate from the overworld. And, um, yeah, also, it is pretty cool that 
the critical detail. Apparently, the lore is still in the items and stuff like that, just like before. You have to read the items description to understand the lore. However, they're saying that this time around, at least the lore is basically, you know, more graspable. Do we have that? You can grasp it better compared to the last time with the other games. So, yeah, pretty cool. Also, uh, some people are saying that apparently the um, the flag system and stuff like that is basically out of Sekiro. If it is, I'm cool with that. I really am. Uh, also, Suda51 wrote a message to the fans saying that I hope that you guys enjoy No More Heroes Free and not the um, critical people. And I think that he's not going to make any more No More Heroes game. Well, that sucks. Now on to the different kind of news, the kind of news that we can have fun with. A voice actor by the name of Dave Jackson has claimed that he's playing the role of Captain McLean in the next GTA title. Unfortunately, we don't know if he's talking about GTA 6, but he did post this on Facebook. And we would really love to know, is it, is it real even? Is this guy somebody we know or just like Rockstar who they employ and nobody or normal people to make it more authentic? I don't know. So it would be nice to know. Halo Infinite, oh boy. Aside from not showing any more campaign trailers, they gave out a statement explaining that they are now playing the game, playing the campaign to find any bugs that they possibly can to polish it as well as they can. That's why they didn't show anything. However, other news that comes out is still not good. Apparently, the battle pass, it's basically, the progression is basically limited to challenges, which means even if you play, even if you play the multiplayer, you're not going to get progression or XP. So experience points, you're not going to get those. You're just going to get it if you if you complete the challenges. Does it suck? Does this way suck? Yeah, it really, really does because it means that maybe you're playing a few rounds. You're not getting any XP. You're not getting any rewards whatsoever. It seems really bad this way. The other thing that was really weird, I don't know if this rumor is true or not, I'm not going to go out of my way to say that the other is true. So I'm not, I don't know, I'm not going to say it. But apparently the campaign is really short. We know that it doesn't have co-op, we know that unfortunately the map creation called Forge is not there. But this is what we heard, that apparently it's going to be 6 hours. So 6 hours? Who says 6 hours is more than enough? This is not enough. Because, you know, six hours is just like, I don't know, for Halo, it's weird, especially a game that they're saying that, yeah, it's going to be kind of open world and stuff like that. You can't just go out of your way and say that, you know, six hours is more than enough. I really hope not. I really do. Uh, also, apparently Digital Foundry... Um, representative or whoever this guy is called Alex I'm not sure and um, he apparently said Microsoft asked Digital Foundry to not reveal differences between PC and Xbox Series X settings for Flight Simulator and they will no longer compare PC to consoles unless they have the exact same settings how is this fair for review 
people have a right to know. I mean, Flight Simulator is a different beast altogether. But this, uh, well, it's 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 not it's not exactly what I think. So it's a shitty move if this is true, and even shittier move if they decide to actually comply because this is a different beast altogether. So, anyways, let's go to continue that, you know, of course I said Joseph Staden, um, he talked about the campaign, he said everything that he has said. Oh, we have a new controversy, by the way. The founder of uh, Traveler's Tales Games, who basically creates LEGO games, has said the Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart was possible on PS3 and Sony has been misleading people. Unfortunately, also, the title is misleading for a couple of reasons. First of all, he did clarify by saying that, well, this storage option and stuff like that, if it were possible on PS3, then this thing could have been possible on those consoles. However, still, still, I would love to say that if, if you think this is possible, why haven't you done it so on your own games? Because, look, I know SSD has opened the world of gaming to a new possibility altogether. Consoles were dominating the market, so PC could not really use this SSD speed to its benefit. However, coming out and saying that this could have been possible on older consoles is not really true, because if you think about it, it, it really, really isn't. Because of the graphical prowess, because of the gameplay, everything that goes into it, it's not really that easy to make. So, I don't know. I, I have no idea why he said what he said. But he could have probably worded it better, hopefully. So, yeah, he said that and that caused a lot of controversy. I'm, I'm sure that, you know, he could have worded it much better. So, sorry. Uh... What else? Oh, also, Overwatch team. They said that they're going to rename McCree. Yikes. Because of the controversy going around um, Activision, Blizzard, and their lawsuit, um, Blizzard has apparently made the decision to simply um, rename John McCree to something else, and they also said that they will not be uh, naming their future characters after uh, employees so that such thing uh, will never ever happen again to be honest good choice really good choice is it the best choice don't know I'm not going to judge or say anything like that however they also said something really cool they said that this was there was supposed to be an event and it included McCree and stuff like that but unfortunately because of the thing that happened now they're going to delay it but they're going to release a new map in September and they're going to delay the event so that they can rename the character and fix things. I don't know how they're going to handle it. Like, is it going to be in-game explanation as to why his name is not that anymore? Or just going to, you know, just go and say that, no, it's not that. I don't know. Uh, Kenna, or Kenya, Kenna. I have I never really understood how you read the name. Kenna Bridge of Spirits. Okay, I'm going to go with Kenna. Kenna Bridge of Spirits is going to be apparently 17 gigabytes in file size. This is before day one patch, which can actually make it bigger or smaller. 
we don't know so uh, we don't know we are not sure so that's for that as well and um, do, 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 do. let's see what else do we have uh, we talked about the 60 frames we talked about the little nightmare oh by the way apparently people are loving the new assassin that is being featured in Watch Dogs Legion and from what I've seen the game really looks like Assassin's Creed rather than Assassin's Creed looking like Assassin's Creed either way I have a new episode regarding that thing which I'm going to release on Sunday Monday of course is our day for um, anime stuff so look out and watch out for that also <laughs> there's a game called Chief Almighty please go take a look at this I'm going to retweet this on my account just go and take a look at this what the hell even is this they copy and pasted the poster from any every Sony game and they're claiming it for themselves I have no idea what this game is but it looks so bad it copied um, the cave from Uncharted 4 it copied the poster from Horizon and poster from God of War why why do people do that also I don't know if we talked about this or not Psychonauts has been released and the score is 88 congratulations to Double Fine and Mr. Tim Schafer PS Plus games unfortunately have not yet been announced however however from what we know um, apparently uh, it's going to be Hitman 2, Predator, Hunting Grounds, and Overcooked All-You-Can-Eat. Does it make sense? Yeah, um, it does make sense that this is the game. These are the games that's coming. So, um, before that, there was actually another rumor that said it was going to be Medium, Tony Hawk, uh, Pro Skater 1 and 2, and Haven. All of them were debunked. All of them. Oh, by the way, this is the thing I wanted to talk about a lot. So, apparently, um, there was a developer who posted on Reddit anonymously saying that uh, Halo Infinite has not been in a good shape and that there were so many, uh, so many things that went wrong and still are wrong. And he explained a lot of things. So, I'm trying to basically... Um, explain everything that he said but not say it as um, long as it can possibly be because there's a lot that he wrote what he said was that they knew that Chris was leaving before this happened they knew that the um, campaign did a lot of work and when he left the campaign changed a lot they said that there was also changes to the multiplayer but multiplayer was more uh, what was being done before, so they didn't receive that many changes. And uh, they also said that when the campaign went, you know, uh, under a massive overhaul, not just in the writing, that apparently got trimmed down in fat severely. This is why people are believing that this is a six-hour campaign. Apparently, they said that less is more even though they had a lot more story to tell. And you know, honestly, we're talking about the Banished. We're talking about the villain that came after Halo Wars 2. Everyone's so excited, but apparently, according to Leaks, as at least, it's not going to be as much as I thought it would be. And it would be just another, well, you know, we did this, we did that, it's finished, now, next story. <sighs> I hope it's not. However, 
the person who wrote this also um, said that the game looked a lot more like uh, Tom Clancy Wildlands and Just Cause at times but the gameplay was of course Halo but it said that you know there was a lot of you know clear this structure to go to the next one do this to go to the next one kill this boss to go to the next one he said that it didn't feel really feel like it would be Halo more like other kinds of games he also said that there are some um, things that were inspirations that were taken from the combat evolved basically the first Halo game and um, basically there are many mini events in the game as well but the problem was with the mini events that the map was not designed for it that there would be problems when you wanted to access them or play them and uh, basically he says that there were issues with dynamic triggers he explains it as player triggering the next campaign event uh, bef before they were done with all the optional stuff in the area but the map was not designed for this thing and he also said that they uh, we he says that we achieved some balance by making the campaign much more connected dots with the objectives being obligatory to a degree with an optional size structure here and there and naturally feel, uh, leading the player to a few key encounters before each stage so it seems that the campaign is not really amazing but he also says that a lot will be cut so that they can make the um, release date apparently they did talk to Microsoft and everybody else to delay the game even more because they said that the game will not be ready by then but they didn't give them the time we don't know why the game has been delayed to December 8th though maybe this was the delay that they were given the most that they could be given I have no idea but it feels like it because November would have been the perfect release date for them however um, he also says that even though they announced that Forge and Co-op would be coming season 1 and 2 he says that I will not be surprised if it came out eight months or even a year after initial release the team is overworked pushed hard and tired however morale is high I love this part he says the morale is still very high I like it he says that the co-op and campaign the problem is very much simpler he put it bluntly nobody thought of how this thing would work they had no clue how this would work because the map is huge and as he puts it everyone can go do whatever the hell they wanted and the problem was with the checkpoints they didn't know when to put a checkpoint for every person who was playing it how they would even put it and how it could actually be done so unfortunately nobody had a clue whatsoever that's why he says because of the size of the map because of everything that we have it is so difficult to create the co-op at this point and he says it will take a long time I have no clue what's going on there but it doesn't look to be good he also says that of course it's buggy as hell it doesn't work well and so far we had so many different ways of implementing the co-op none of them are perfect and it needs a lot more work to make sure it does he says that the campaign co-op is a mess downright unplayable but there is no way in hell we're going to be allowed to delay the launch by the powers that be delaying the campaign altogether was severely considered with a multiplayer only launch but they said a straight no that the game will ship with a paid campaign come hell or high water. 
This was also proven to be true because the campaign is, of course, right now, as it stands on Steam, it's a DLC. You get Halo Infinite as a multiplayer-only title on Steam, and if you want, you can get the campaign as a DLC for 60 bucks. A campaign which is only 6 hours, well, when compared to the size of the map and everything, it doesn't make sense. A campaign that has been severely trimmed down in fat, in story, in content, and co-op is not even available, which was a very important part of the game for a long, long time. So, unfortunately, that's what has happened so far. They also said that, do not worry, this will not be a case of Cyberpunk 2020, sorry, 2077. And he also says that we are going to do our best, but we hoped we had more time to polish things as best as we possibly can. So that's it. That's unfortunately everything that was going on with Halo Infinite. We were really hoping for more. We're really hoping that, you know, things would be better and better. But unfortunately, as he puts it, it's not going to be that much better. And I honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I hope Halo Infinite will be an amazing game. We need it to be amazing. Otherwise, Halo would be... I don't know, so far it's just a shell of its former self. But at that point it would just become a Frankenstein's monster. I have no clue. But I hope that it survives. That it does it well. It sucks that this is what Halo has come to. It really, really does. So, um, that's much it. That's, that's much information that we have on Halo so far. It... It hopefully will look good. I hope. Please do. But even if it doesn't, um, let's just you know make our voices heard. I have no idea how these developers are working in such conditions. It's going to be very difficult for them. But I hope that they get to make the game that they love, no matter what. So um, that's pretty much that. Also, we have... Apparently, we have seen Battlefield 2042 beta being uploaded to PlayStation Database. There's a leak, actually, by PlayStation Game Size. So, thank you for doing that. And, um, apparently, yes, it's coming. It's been uploaded. Uh, so far, there's all the things... Oh, sorry, I forgot this. Um, Genshin Impact will have Aloy uh, be free for PlayStation users on starting on September 1st. So if you want, this is a limited time event. You can go and play. There's also a challenge by Sony. If you have PS Now until August 30th, yeah. Until August 30th, you can play any PlayStation Now game, gain any kind of trophy, doesn't matter what. It can be even a bronze trophy, as they put it. And you will be entered in a challenge where... 100 people will get, sorry, 500 people will get $100 PlayStation Store credit. Looks to be really cool. And uh, that's pretty much, pretty, pretty much it. Thank you guys for um, joining. Yeah, that's pretty much Oh, yeah, by the way, Scorn was apparently advertised as having a fall 2021 release date at Gamescom. This was part of a trailer that was for Game Pass. We still have yet to see that much about Scorn. I don't know if it's actually coming or not. Maybe this is a mistake. But so far we haven't seen much about this game. 
And if it is coming out at that date, I hope that we get to see more because I am excited to see what it is. Anyways, guys, thank you for joining. I hope you enjoyed this episode. This was a kind of a special episode because it was mostly about Gamescom. And um, I hope that I get to see you guys soon um, on that special episode that I'm also making again. And if you enjoyed this, please like, subscribe, follow wherever you can to help spread the love. And of course, the um, episode. Also, we are currently available on every platform there is. And right now, uh, as of actually as of yesterday, but I'm going to tell you right now, as of yesterday, we are also available on Amazon Music. So if you are on Amazon Music, if you listen to it and you also listen to podcasts, please listen there as well. Of course, we're also available on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, everything. So, thank you guys for joining me. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will be see you guys seeing you guys very soon on the next episode. Thank you for joining.